Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter, where every day feels like Saturday and french fries are a food group, where flip-flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season, where the boardwalk is bustling and the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at oceocean.com. Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash fine. Visit IXL.com slash fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com slash fine. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content. So, Maybe listen on headphones if you're at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Kristen. Yeah, Jolenta. What have you been up to today? Oh, you know, social distancing, washing my hands, working on the next season of By the Book, washing my hands again. Mm-hmm. You and me both living that hand washing life. <laughs> um, but what do you say? What do you say we take a break from washing and working and just talk about how we're doing, how we're feeling, how we're coping? Because like we're in some pretty strange times. Indeed, we are, and we know all you listeners out there want to talk about it. So, what do you say we dedicate this whole episode to COVID nineteen and how everyone's doing in these strange times? Let's do it. Uh, let's get this by the book COVID-19 episode underway. Your life is going down the drain. You're in so much pain. You need some help. Ooh, self-help. By the book, 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 by the book. That's right. It's time for another Buy the Book bonus episode. Every other week between now and the launch of Season 7, we'll be releasing a new bonus episode. And before we get started, reminder, feel free to check out our other show if you want some more of us. It's called We Love You and So Can You. And it's great. In every episode, we help a guest tackle a predicament in their life and hopefully get them to feel a little more love for themselves along the way. And, you know... We spy on them the whole time. 
With that announcement out of the way, today we're talking about COVID-19. A lot of you have written and called in recently, checking in on us, which we very much appreciate. And thousands of you, there are 14,000 of you in the Facebook community now, are giving each other support every week. If you want to join the Facebook community, please go to facebook.com slash groups slash Pod. You can do that there. Go do it. Moving on, though. Today... We are going to answer some of your questions. We're going to talk some advice. And as always, we're going to encourage everyone to seek professional mental health support if you feel like you need it because you're not alone and we love therapy here. We sure do. Yes. And um, we've gotten a lot of benefit from therapy over the years. There's lots of versions of it. Go out and get it if you need to. You don't even have to leave your home nowadays for it. And no, you are not alone. All right. So to start off today's episode, we have a special guest, Jolenta. We're also not alone. (laughs) You all know her. You all love her. She's our resident historian, Professor Trish Travis. Professor Travis, thank you so much for joining us today. First of all, how are you and how is your family? How's your neck of the woods? We're doing okay. Uh, It's not as easy as it might be, but it's also certainly not as bad as it could be. So we are hanging in there by and large. When you say we, who is we? So I've got my formerly adopted daughter who's 12 with me half the time. She's at her dad's the other half of the time. My informally adopted daughter who's 30 joined us from Washington, D.C., about a month ago because she had to close her massage therapy business there. Mm. So she came down here uh, and is sheltering in place with us. And she brought her massage table, which is certainly not a bad thing to have in a pandemic. Yeah, you're just living with a masseuse? Very jealous. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if she needs somewhere else to go, she can come stay with me and my husband. (laughs) Uh, Professor Travis... You don't normally teach remotely, as you've mentioned, but I'm assuming that the current circumstances have changed this. So what is it like being a professor right now? Like, what's your day-to-day like? Well, classes ended for us this week, so my day-to-day is thankfully Mm. about to change. I would say that I've been in a really privileged position. I have a relatively small teaching load this semester. I'm only responsible for about 75 students altogether. Uh, So I've been able to be in touch with almost every single one of them by email. Aside from that, I'd say teaching this semester has been kind of awful. I don't teach remotely because to me, the face-to-face audience and performer energy that I get from my classroom is one of the Mm -hmm. most important things about my teaching, and it gives me the most pleasure And it's through actually knowing my students as individuals in a classroom that I feel like I do the best teaching of them. That got cut off pretty unceremoniously in mid-March. And since then, it's really just been about delivering content, which has been really hard. I had told all of my students as they were leaving campus We're not going to have the same set of expectations that we had at the beginning of the semester. Your priority should be your mental health and the health and well-being of your families and friends. And I'm going to be aware of that as we go forward. I hope you'll see 
the material from our class as a chance to keep the part of your brain that's actually engaged with big thoughts and exciting ideas alive in a time where a lot of your brain gets rededicated just to sort of struggling to survive. And I think for some mm. of them, that worked. But for the most part, there's been an enormous amount of emotional triaging. I have students whose yeah. parents have lost their jobs, students whose families are first responders. So the parents are working 48 on, 48 off, and they're now responsible for homeschooling their brothers and sisters, kids whose family members have died, kids whose family members are sick and quarantined in the house. You know, and it's really hard to see a bunch of kids who super high achieving, really motivated. I'm going to crush my first year at University of Florida. All of a sudden be just like crashing on a big rock of other stuff that they didn't anticipate. Wow. Well, your students are very lucky to have you. And the fact that you're seeing them as humans and not just mm -hmm. as, you know, statistics or standardized test scores, but actually working with each student during a time that really is not just chaotic, but traumatic for a lot of people. I mean, not surprising at all, of course, your professor, Trish Travis, of course, this is how you're going to behave uh, duh, with your students. Yeah. Yes. We would expect nothing less of you. We just love you so much, Professor Travis. Everything <laughs> oh, you say. Oh, the Seriously. shirt came. <laughs> oh, yes. gosh. Yes. Okay. So listeners who don't know what we're talking about, what is this shirt you speak of, Professor Travis? It's an amazing Professor Travis fan club shirt. I can't believe it. It's like it was manifested <laughs> out of the minds of the By the Book fan community. Uh, so <laughs> I was totally not expecting it. I got it and I thought, huh, a package. Should I open it? Is the cardboard covered with the coronavirus? I don't know. But when I opened it, it was the most pleasant surprise. surprise. And there are the quotes from people on Facebook. I couldn't believe it. I actually started to get a little teary and my daughter asked me what was wrong with me. Um, so, Oh my God, yes. Thank you so much. It's terrific. Uh, it's in the laundry right now, uh, ready to be uh, washed this weekend to take some of the scratchiness out of it. And then it is going to become the number one preferred around the house t-shirt for the summer. And uh, I will think yes. about you guys every time I see it. Thank you so much. That was really wonderful. Yay. Well, Professor Travis, thank you so much for joining us once again. We really appreciate your taking time out of your busy schedule to check in with us. Absolutely. I'm so glad you guys are doing this. I look forward to hearing the episode when it uh, when it comes out, because I think a lot of people are really needing this podcast right now and needing y'all's voices. Oh, God. Aww, You're always you. just the sweetest, Professor Aww. Travis. Thank you. Okay. I'll see you all later. All right. See you later. All right, thank take you. care. Bye. Thank you. Ugh, we love you so hard. Reminder, Professor Travis is a 20th century U.S. cultural and literary historian with a focus on gender and popular culture. She's basically our goddess. <laughs> she is, and we know all of you out there love her too. All right, we want to get to some listener mail now. A lot of you out there have written in with questions for me, for Jolenta, and for Nora, and we're going to answer some of them now. Let's start with this question from Renee, who says, Dear ladies, I hope you're all okay. The news from New York looks really scary right now to the rest of us. Are you safe? Are you healthy? How are your loved ones? Please let us know. That is really sweet, Renee. Thank sweet. you for asking after us. As I'm sure you know, there are a lot of cases of COVID here. Fortunately, my family, we're all safe, but I've had 
I think it's a dozen friends so far who've had COVID. Some have been in the ICU. About a dozen of my friends now have either lost jobs or taken pay cuts. Um, And some of my friends have relatives who've died. So yeah, you're right. It's a really scary, scary time. But I have been, and I know, Jolenta, this applies to you too. We've been doing our best to stay grateful throughout this. We've been clapping every day Mm -hmm. at 7 p.m., which is our way of showing appreciation for our essential workers. And we're just doing our best right now. We're acknowledging our feelings, but also, you know, trying to be optimistic and cautious as much as we can be. You know, all of those things in equal measure, I think. Wouldn't you say so, Jolenta? Yeah. We're trying to stay grateful and be glad that we are safe and like it's a tough one it's tough things are weird for me personally most of my loved ones are like staying safe and pretty healthy i have a few friends who have been affected and lost loved ones which again is horrible uh the job industry is super scary i worry a lot about like friends in the restaurant industry and just like everything's on pause which is weird i'm not healthy but it's not because of covid so i guess that's great and everything's weird. Do you want to tell the listeners more about that, Jolenta? You already oh, talked yeah. about this a little bit on We Love You and So Can You, but right. the, by the book listeners, um, I'm guessing, don't know what you're talking about. Right. So I guess I talked about my face rash a lot on By the Book this past season. Turns out I have lupus, not just a weird face rash. And that's what's been going on with me. Don't really know what kind yet, but I've started taking medication It makes me so, so, so tired. I'm a walking zombie. I'm getting better, but also a hot mess. Yeah. And and I can just say as your friend, not that this is about me, this is about you. I'm just so relieved that you have a diagnosis because I feel like it's been so long of you just thinking like, am I freaking crazy? What is this? What is going on? What is this thing? And so as your friend, I'm just, I mean, I know it's not like the diagnosis you wanted, but I'm so happy that at least you have answers now. I'm so happy to just have an answer and like know there are treatment options and it's not like some weird amalgamation of things that make no sense that will never get help. Like tons of people have this and deal with it. It's like, oh, I I can deal with this and treat it. It's just now that it's not a mystery, it's awesome. But I'm also so tired. So that's the only uh, trade, I guess. It's just tiredness. Yeah. And I suppose you also have to be, I mean, we're all trying to be careful in New York right now, but I suppose you have to be extra careful just because, you know, this isn't an immune disorder. Yeah. It turns out I'm also immune compromised, which I learned during all this. So I basically don't leave the house at all except to like sort of walk the dog and I like, you know, keep my distance and wear all the gear. And it's, I'm a little stir crazy, but also so tired. It's not like I really notice I'm not leaving the house much. So mm. in a weird way, getting this diagnosis during social isolation has been sort of a like a very productive environment for me to like heal and rest in because it's all we're doing is just staying in and like looking out for one another. So hopefully I'll be able to reemerge with everyone else and like not have a rash or be so tired. Well, again, I'm just really glad you have a diagnosis and getting all the care that you need right now. So I'm happy for you you. for that. Yes. (laughs) All right. Shall we move on to this next letter from Rachel? Yes. Rachel says, Jolenta, we know that you're an introvert and Kristen, that you're an extrovert. I'm curious about how each of these tendencies affect how you're coping with stay-at-home orders during COVID-19. I'm doing pretty great. Uh, (laughs) 
I feel like I'm become I'm becoming more of a support system for people I know who are extroverts. Who are like, "What are you doing? How are you not going insane? Uh, how do I try that? Like, you what, you have a coloring book? I didn't know those were things. I don't know. Like, so I feel like I've become a bit more of a support system for people who are losing their minds, which is fun. Um, but I'm doing like kind of great. Like, I'm so you know. glad. I am so glad, Jolenta. How about you, though? That's what I'm curious about. <laughs> well, you remember, Jolenta, the, the first couple weeks of this, as you recall, Jolenta, I was a little stir-crazy. Um, at one point, I- wired. Yeah, like, I was trying to get you and Brad to like meet up with me six feet away just so we could wave at each other. I mean, this is how nuts I was. Like, can I make waving dates with people? Just waving. I won't get on the same side of the street as you. I'll just stand outside your window and I will wave. And I was doing that. In the first couple of weeks, I made waving dates. I would do multiple FaceTime and Skype dates a day. I did multiple happy hours, multiple birthday yeah. parties. I mean, remote birthday parties, just to be clear. Google Hangouts, Google Happy Hours, all of the above. And then after a few weeks of that, I actually started to get kind of exhausted with it because I think I was overcompensating because I'm still working all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still, you know, yeah. working with you. I'm still a consultant. I'm still teaching classes. I'm still doing all the other things I am. Yeah, you're, do you're doing many jobs. Yeah. So like you're, a lot of yours haven't stopped. Yeah. So I really like, you know, trying to, you know, do all that other stuff. It was starting to wear me out. So now I've become much more measured about it. I don't have to do six things a day socially. You're not doing like three happy hours in a row. No, anymore. I don't need to do that anymore. So right now I'm like, good, okay, good. if it happens half a dozen times a week, I see somebody or talk to somebody, that's fine. So I'm being more measured about it now. Okay. I want to do this question we got from Susan who says the following. A lot of people seem to fall into one of two camps right now. Camp one is the kind of person who says, I'll be super productive and I will write my novel or complete other self-actualizing projects because I'll never have so much free time again. Or the people in camp two who say, I will use this time to relax because I'll never have this much free time to slack off again. Which camp are each of you in? <laughs> Susan, I love this letter because a lot of people I know seem to be like very strongly in one camp or the other as well. Um, I don't know about you, Jolenta. Have you seen that with people in your world? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've just been thinking, a lot, like I've been seeing the two camps and also been wondering, like, are the camps themselves just like a social media mirage? Like I'm getting like too meta already, I think. But I'm like, <laughs> are these even our two options? Why is everyone posting about this? What does posting about this say in general? Like that's sort of where I've been going. But yes, I've been seeing the two camps. Are you in either one of these camps, Jolenta? I feel like I fluctuate day by day. Some days I'm all about like, I'm going to take a shower at 3 p.m. And what else, like what else am I doing today? Who knows? And then other days where I'm like, this is it. I'm going to take all the old like stand-up jokes I was going to do and make them into like fucking illustrated films to share online, even though I know nothing about <laughs> illustration or anything other than stand-up. And like, this is the time. And then I'll, you know, spend all day working on it and then not touch it for another few days. So I'm definitely in both camps depending on the day. How about yourself, Kristen? Oh, just like you. Like, it really varies from day to day. You know, some days I'll eat a bag of chips and I'll watch like four hours of TV. And then other mm -hmm. days I'll decide to launch a whole new project. So 
just for example here, and forgive me if this is too self-promotional, uh, my friend Rafer and I, who I used to host mm-hmm. Movie Date at WNYC with, a bunch of our old Movie Date listeners began writing to us and asking if we would start doing movie therapy again. Uh, movie therapy was the segment we used to have on our show where people would write in with their life issues and we would prescribe movies right. to help them. And so a lot of I people- I mean, now's been, the time. Yes. People like, have more time so to watch smart. TV than ever. Yeah, so- Wait, you started making this already? Yeah, there are several episodes out in the world right now. We've been doing it what? for over a month now. Where? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Why? Oh, wait, you've been doing this for a month. First of all, fuck you. Second of all, I'm going to go check it out. But that's weird that I didn't know about this. Well, I it's it's still pretty new, but I'll, I'll post something on the Facebook page about it. Your friend who says you don't brag is right. <laughs> this is a problem. Oh God. Okay. It's on the show now. Everybody listening on Buy the Book, please subscribe to Movie Therapy with Rafer and Kristen. There we go. See, I just did it. I just did it. Good. Thank you. I will check it out now that I know. (laughs) Claire says, with almost every outside the house date night activity now forbidden, what are you and your partners doing for fun right now? And also, how is Frank doing with his humans home all the time? I want to know about that, too. Oh, poor Frank. He really misses other dogs. I feel really bad for him, actually. Like, He's not going to the dog park. When we go for walks, he can't, like, sniff butts, you know, because we don't know, like, what kind of germs he can pass to people or get passed to us through him sniffing a butt. And um, I feel really, I feel like he's getting stir crazy. And, like, I've been trying to, like, play with him more and make more, like, time to throw a stuffed animal down the hallway so we can, like, quietly play fetch, not disturb anyone. But he also loves that we're home all the time and he's never alone. He, like, checks every room being like, is Joel Lenta here? Is Brad here? Check. And then, like, in an hour, he'll go, like, do it again. Keeps himself (laughs) busy. But, like, he's clearly looking for things to do at this point. (laughs) And as far as our date nights, I don't know. Brad's, like, forced me to play backgammon a few times. And, like, we're just watching so many movies. Mm, yeah. How about you? Yeah, we're watching lots of movies and TV, and we don't always agree, unfortunately, on movies and TV. Like, where? what's your intersection? So Dean freaking loves sci-fi, and I love, right. you know, crappy reality shows, rom-coms, all or of like that. Or like hardcore rom-com, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we've had a couple of moments of luck with shows like The Orville, which are kind of like comedy and mm. kind of like sci-fi at the same time. And we also just started watching this show with witches, which could be any show, I think, right now. What? Um, <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, I know. That's like every show. Look, it's a show about witches. <laughs> but yeah, no, for real. We've also done um, puzzle nights where, I mean, we have a lot of jigsaw puzzles right now. And so mm. we've done the jigsaw puzzle night where we take turns just talking to OK Google and saying, OK Google, play a song about a pandemic. OK Google, play a song about healthcare workers. <laughs> and we just go back and forth requesting songs that's, while we puzzle. That's fun. So that's been something we've done also. And then my favorite activity of all is when we walk to drop off the compost and we do that once a week and that way we're out of the house and we're doing something that makes us feel good and then um you know we can enjoy the fresh air and be out alone together it's really nice all right next question comes from alexandra who says have any books helped you during this time are there any books you've read for by the book that would decidedly not help you right now Ooh. That's a good question. What about you, Jolenta? Are there books that have been helpful to you? Um, The only book I've really been spending time with is a great British Bake Off coloring book. And I'll be <gasps> honest, it's really helped me during this time. 
<laughs> How about you? Are there any books that have helped you or that you've like been avoiding? Well, I have been using the Libby app finally. So many listeners have recommended the Libby app to us over the years. Oh, right. This is that app where you can check out ebooks from the library or audiobooks from the library. And it has been fantastic because I have not read so many books since getting this app. Um, I will read the first 10 pages of a book and say, nope, this is too hard, or the first 10 pages, and I'll be like, this is badly written. And then I have no mm. guilt because I didn't buy anything. I just checked it out on my app. It's been great. Uh, I have finished a few books, though, that I've just loved. One is Demi Moore's book, which, Jolenta, you're probably so sick Ooh, of me I've talking about fun. this. I feel like I talk about this book with you all the time, but I love this book. It's wild. It's so good. It's so good. And then um, I'm reading a book called Pachinko right now, which is like a multi-generational. Like about Pachinko? It's about Pachinko parlors a little bit, but it's mostly this ah, multi-generational okay. historic family drama that takes place partly in Korea and partly during Japan over the course of like six decades really sucked me in. So that one's been really good nice. too. And that was recommended by a listener. I'm so sorry, listener. I don't remember which one of you recommended that book, but thank you. I'm really enjoying it. But what about part two of this question? Which books would decidedly not help us now? Books from By the Book. Uh, I don't know. Like any books about like hugging. <laughs> like I'm just... Yeah, that would... <laughs> That's the best answer. I have nothing to add to that, Jolenta. Good, really good. Fun. Any book that has told us to hug, like, we shouldn't read right now. No, no hugging. It'll just make me sad and want to hug people. <laughs> all right, let's get to this question from Donna. Donna says, I'm guessing all of you are working from home now. How do you record the show from home? And what are the challenges of doing that? Jolenta, you have a husband who also podcasts. Does this mean you all have to share one set of recording equipment? Kristen, you have noisy upstairs neighbors. Does that ever <laughs> interfere with your tapings? And Nora, is it hard to direct taping sessions when you, Jolenta, and Kristen are all in three separate locations? Let's bring in Nora to answer this question because she's really, you know, the Wizard of Oz. She's the person behind the curtain in all yeah. this. So she's the queen of the tapings. Yes, she is. So Nora, <laughs> hello. Hey, hey guys. Hey. Um, hey. Can you explain to the listeners where you are right now? Sure. So I am actually <laughs> recording under my blanket, <laughs> on my bed. <laughs> I'm like huddled in here like a total insane person. Um, yes. But this is how we get the best sound. This is what we do for our listeners, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Um, but yeah, I have my laptop. I have my mic. I have my recorder. Yeah. So that's that's my setup. And then Jolenta and Kristen, you each have um, a little bit of a different kind of setup if you want to talk about it. Yeah. I, yeah I'm, in, I'm in a closet. Yeah. I'm in what used to be a closet that has lots of pillows and padding. And we each have our own kind of recording setups at home. And then while we're recording, we're also connected, all three of us, to each other on Zoom. And that way, Nora can jump in and direct us and tell us what to do and you know, tell us like, oh, back up. That wasn't a clear enough answer and so on. And then, um, yeah, what else, Nora? Well, I'll say that it's a little bit of a, a thing of trust because a lot of this, I mean, we're always relying on and trusting technology, even in the studio. But here we're also relying mm. on our internet connection sometimes. Um, mm. So oh, yeah. once in a while, that'll cut in or out. Or like we really have to be on our P's and Q's and just making sure that everything sounds good and that we have backups too. We're always doing our right. initial recordings and then we have other ways like we record on Zoom. So we have a backup audio. So it's this whole little like intricate system 
Um, but it's been working actually really well. Um, and I think Kristen and Jolenta sound, I mean, you guys sound like you're in a studio. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's also, I just have to say it's crazy because Jolenta and I, we live a 15 minute walk apart from each other and Nora's just one neighborhood over from us. Yeah. So we're all so close, but so far. Yeah. Like, like you are one subway stop away from me, Nora. And yet so <laughs> none of us sad. can see each other. <laughs> Yeah, we haven't seen each other in so long. I know, only yeah. on Zoom. But I am glad I get to see your faces on Zoom a little bit. It is nice. A little bit. It's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for explaining the technicals, Nora. We'll have yes, you back a you. little bit later because we have other questions for you. Yeah. Um, but Jolenta, let's talk a little bit about how you and Brad do it. Do do you share equipment? We've been sharing, um, but we actually had to come to Jesus moment at the end of this this week. Uh, where I lost it and was like, you need to be better at sharing or we need a new system. <laughs> Basically, Brad's been living in the office and I haven't been like making a fuss, but like also we have to figure out a better system because basically I just sort of come in whenever I need stuff and like try to kick him out. But like when he's doing news all evening, like it's crazy and hard to find times to come in. So we are sharing equipment for now. Don't know if that's going to ha- stay happening. Don't know if we're going to have to make like a studio sign out for our closet. Like that might be happening. Uh, it's weird. It's weird. Wow. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. But when we're back, we're going to try to offer some advice to those of you out there who've been asking for it. So stay with us. Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter, where every day feels like Saturday and French fries are a food group, where flip-flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season, where the boardwalk is bustling and the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at oceocean.com. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. All right, we are back, and we're going to offer some advice to those of you who've written and called asking for it from us. Yes. Let's start with Brian. Brian says, I need advice about dating during COVID. Is it possible and worthwhile? Or what long-term dating advice can you give for preparing for the post-stay-at-home world? 
I'm just adapting to being at home alone all of the time a little too well, if you know what I mean. Will I ever mm. want to see people after this? Love this question. Jolenta, you're more of an introvert. What do you say to Brian? Brian, I really relate to you. I've felt this way about dating during a non-COVID world. So I can only imagine during this time how easy it would be like, oh, am I going to give up on this forever now that I'm cool with myself? Like, do I need the world? But like, you'll remember why you want the rest of the world. And I think it is possible. Like, I don't know. I know Kristen's always against this, but I like the pen pal part of like meeting someone online. And now is the time to just like lean into it so hard and like really get to know people, ask questions, like learn information. This isn't like the the let's be pen pals so I can keep you on a pedestal like time. But like, you know, if you can't meet in person, like try to get to know people like writing is fun. Talk on the phone, FaceTime with new people like why not? Yeah. Plus, you can always just hang up or say your connection like dropped out when it's not <laughs> going well and you never have had to like leave your house for a bad date. <laughs> I well, I will say Jolenta, um yes, I'm not a huge fan of the pen pal thing normally, but now's a good time for it, but I'd also encourage people to not just write back and forth. I agree with you, Jolenta, phone calls, FaceTime, those other things too so that you can actually know how you can talk to each other and, you know, get a sense of each other's, you know, physicality. And by that, I mean facial expressions and how we move and how we gesture, because all of those things affect how we, you know, communicate with each other. I was also going to recommend uh, listening to our other show, We Love You and So Can You, the Ari episodes of the show. In his follow-up episode with us, he was talking about how he is dating during COVID. And I think that might give you some tips that might help you. Next question is from Jenny who says, I'm single and live alone and always appreciate hearing from other people in my same boat about how they're coping. So, Nora, if it's not too much trouble, how are you? Are there things you're doing to stay connected and happy that the rest of us singles might want to try? I'm pretty sure I remember you mentioning you were single. Nora? Yes, Nora's back to answer a question. <laughs> Hi, I'm back. And yes, I am single. And I'm glad that you asked this question. I think it's important. Um, you know, first of all, how am I? I'm doing actually okay. Like the first, I would say the first four weeks, which is even insane to say now that it was ever that many and continues to be even more. But um, the, I would say those first weeks were really, really tough. And I was mm -hmm. like, I'm really going to go go crazy. I don't know if I can do this. And then I've kind of gotten into some kind of groove. I mean, a big part of it has been a schedule. Like I have my work schedule, but even otherwise, just I had like a, a moment where I was having trouble distinguishing work day mm -hmm. and non-work day because mm. I'm in the same place. And then I decided to do like a walk in the evening right after work. And in the morning, I do like a really quick 10-minute meditation before I like make breakfast and start work. So that separation has been good. Um, and then also... I have been keeping just like in contact with a lot of people. I talk to my mom all the time. Mm -hmm. I do Zoom calls, although I have decreased them a little because they get to be a little intense. <laughs> but just staying in yeah. a lot of contact with my friends and checking up on people and they're doing the same for me. And then the other thing that actually helped me a lot and anyone can do any of these things really, but 
um, looking at my living room and just like laying on my couch every day, I was getting so sick of my apartment. I'm like, oh, this place. So I just completely rearranged my entire living room. It looks yeah. so oh, different. Oh, can you post before and after pictures on our Facebook page? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Yes. And that's even good motivation because I'm not all the way done. So oh, finish it. <laughs> but yeah, that just kind of makes me feel like I'm in a new and fresh space and it's been really nice to do that it was just a flurry of activity last week and then I was like oh wow this looks this looks really good but yeah just kind of checking up on people trying to use this time to like see what other random interests I have or Mm -hmm. just being so lazy and not caring and there's really no one to witness my lazy behavior and that's really nice (laughs) Uh, it's beautiful and again it sucks a lot of the time too but that's how I've been coping anyway so yeah nice Nora is, by the way, I have to say to all the listeners out there, just like always doing so much too for me, for Jolenta, for all the other she's shows like, she works on. She's just like too well adjusted. It's it's <laughs> it's great, but also like how's she doing it? Yeah, but she's doing so many things for everyone else. <laughs> I will say I am easy to cry. I don't know if that's helpful to me, but I'll just freaking cry. So I feel like I have a little bit of an outlet sometimes. So maybe oh, that I think is that healthy, I think. Oh, that's yeah, so great. I, I love to cry. Crying's the best. Yeah. I recommend it. <laughs> it's my fave. <laughs> Thank you so much again, Nora, for joining us on that. Uh, Every time Nora chimes in, doesn't it sound like the voice of like your favorite bedtime story is coming in to talk to you. Like her voice is so beautiful. Oh, totally. Oh, it's so beautiful. I always just feel like, oh, thank God, like someone responsible speaking. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. And moving on, we have a really interesting question from Carrie who says, I've never been fully zero waste, but I've tried to be more environmentally conscious ever since your zero waste home episode. Here's the problem. During COVID-19, it seems so much harder to do. When I order from local restaurants that I want to support, there's often lots of plastic packaging. Same goes with all the things I'm getting delivered. Is there a way to counter some of this waste? Oh, I have lots Such of tips for question. this. Oh, I have so many yeah, tips Yeah, what are your hot, hot tips? Because <laughs> I need them too. So one of the ways that Dean and I have been supporting our local restaurants is we've been trying to buy gift certificates from them. So after all of this is done, we can go in and eat in the restaurants again. We also have been, when we do order from restaurants, we limit it. We try to only do it once a week. And when we do, we specifically ask for no cutlery because we don't want any plastic forks or knives or chopsticks. We ask for no sauce packets. And we also ask if uh, they have the kind of packaging that, you know, that kind of um, iconic white paper bucket almost that Asian restaurants sometimes have. Totally, totally. Yeah. So we always ask if they have that kind of packaging or any sort of cardboard packaging or metal packaging. And if so, can we have all of our food in those packages? Even if normally they're like, no, that's only what appetizers go in and noodles always go in this package. And we'll say, we don't care. We would like all of it in the cardboard. So uh, those are a couple of things that we've done to Mm -hmm. cut down on the package waste because, yeah, we, you know, ideally we don't want to make more waste either. And then another thing we've been doing as far as getting items delivered is we try to, as much as possible, order from environmentally friendly companies that will all package Mm -hmm. things together at once. So it's not like 35 boxes coming every month. It might just be one large box that has all the things in that we need for the month uh, from one company. Right. One other thing I've been doing, Kristen, that Brad actually figured out is a lot of local restaurants are also selling off some of their supplies. So that's a way we've been supporting 
um, local restaurants and getting food from them, but not necessarily in all the packaging because they sort of come with like like a crate of like restaurant good deliveries, like cans of tomatoes from the Italian restaurant and like handmade pasta and bags and stuff that are that are a little more friendly. Oh, I love that. That is such a good idea. It's like shopping in bulk from a restaurant. That is such a good idea. That is so smart. I love it. That is, and it's something I had not heard about before. So um, I'm going to try that. And Carrie, maybe you can try that as well. All right. Our next letter is from Laura. Laura says, I've been finding myself getting frustrated and even angry at people in my social media feeds lately. For example, when someone in my feed posts about cabin fever and they live in a 2,000-square-foot house, all I can think is, that is not a cabin you're in. Same goes for people complaining about juggling all their working from home. I'm one of the millions of Americans who's been put on furlough, and I'd do anything to have too much work now. Do you have any advice for being a little more patient with these people who are otherwise lovely but have no idea of how good they have it? Oh, Kristen, I feel like you're better at, like, advice for this than I am. My advice would be, like, take a breather, take a break from social media and, like, people that get under your skin who don't get it and, like, put on a good song and, like, maybe yell a little bit <laughs> and, like, just just let it out. You're allowed to get frustrated. Like, this is a frustrating time. You don't have to take it out on those people necessarily. They all, everyone's problems are their own. But, yeah, like, I would put on, like, Walking in Memphis and, like, also do some rage yells and, like, try to dance it out. I love that advice. I love that advice. Thank you. And I also agree with what you. What would like, you do? Yeah, you can step away from the social media, but if you don't want to step away from it, you can mute some people. So most kinds of social media have so a way smart. to mute people for 30 days or unfollow them so you don't have to see them in your feed anymore. And then a piece of advice that you once gave me, Jolenta, and I forgot if it was for this show, if it was just like you and I talking in real life. But at one point you said on Instagram... You can just follow dogs if you want to. (laughs) It's true. And following dogs on Instagram makes every day better. And, you know, it doesn't have to be dogs. It can be something else that you're really into, like birds. It can be whatever visual things you're into. For me, it's a dog face mostly. Yeah. And Jalenta, I like what you said about, like, everybody has their own sense of perspective. I'm sure that, you know, other people, Laura unfortunately, are thinking, oh, at least you're furloughed. I don't have a job at all. I got laid off. You know, I mean, everyone has their own sense of perspective on things of everyone else has it so much better than me sometimes or everybody else has it worse than me. So I think it's good to keep in mind what you were saying, Jolenta, like everyone has their own perspective. You said these are otherwise lovely people. So I'm sure they are lovely, but they just, you know, they have their own thought processes right now. They're not necessarily seeing your perspective. And I think all of us right now especially, are having a hard time sometimes seeing everyone else's perspective. So, yeah, Mm. just, you know, take care of yourself and maybe follow some dogs. Oh, and Laura, one other thing that maybe will help you is maybe just approaching all of this with a sense of humor. So my friend James Barr that I used to host the Megan and Harry podcast with, something he did because he was getting sick of seeing everybody's pictures in their gardens, like, oh, just trying to stay sane in all of this by sitting in my garden. And he was thinking like, 99% of people in London don't have a garden. Are you kidding me? So he took a picture 
of a garden from some sort of, you know, Google image search. He projected it onto his television set. And then he started taking selfies in front of his TV set, like, oh, (laughs) hashtag blessed with my garden and doing things like that. And just having fun with it and just kind of, <laughs> kind of laughing at That's all the things perfect. that people are doing. And he said that made him feel better because, you know, why be mad? Laugh about it instead. So that's what's worked for him. Maybe that'll I work for that. you, Laura. <laughs> On that note, we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we're going to have a little speed round where we're going to list all of the things you guys out there are doing to stay sane. I cannot wait to hear them. Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter, where every day feels like Saturday and french fries are a food group, where flip-flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season, where the boardwalk is bustling and the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at oceocean.com. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. All right, we are back with a speed round of what all of you out there are doing to stay sane in our unusual times of COVID-19. Susan says, my teenage daughter and I have been taking walks after dusk nightly. It feels good to get out. It's not crowded and it's quiet. When our lives were a lot busier, we never had this kind of quality time together on a nightly basis. So that's one silver lining. Nice. Brooke says, I'm trying to stick to my routines as much as possible while social distancing. The big one for me is exercise since it's my best form of self-care. So instead of exercising at the gym, I'm pulling up workouts off the internet at home. I love it. Up next, we have Juliet who says, I am knitting all the things. I always feel like I don't have enough time for knitting. I'm a part-time freelance knitting pattern designer, and I also have a shop where I sell knit products. But I have so many ideas and so much yarn, but not enough time to knit. Now that I've just been laid off my main job, I have lots of time. LOL. Love that looking on the bright side, Juliet. Love it. (laughs) You knit those troubles away. You're killing it. I love it. All right. Lindy says, I've been doing giant jigsaw puzzles, but to make sure I don't assemble them too quickly, I have a 20-minute sand timer so I can do the puzzles in bits. So smart. Mary says, I'm reading all the books on my to-be-read list, or should I say I'm reading some of them and finding that some of them aren't really worth reading past the first 50 pages. Yes, Mary. That's like what I was saying earlier about about my Libby app. It's so good for not reading books. Love it. Agnes says, my friends and I are doing MNOs, but instead of MNO standing for Mom's Night Out, it now stands for Mom's Night Online, connected by Zoom, and of course, it's a BYOB event. 
Jenny says, I know a lot of other folks out there are trying to use this time to be more productive than ever or to learn new skills, but I'm trying to instead really listen to my feelings, give myself time to rest, be sad if I need to, and not worry about keeping up with anyone else. Yes, Yes, all the snaps to that. No need to worry about keeping up with anyone. Love it. Lindsay says, as an essential employee with a job that can't be done at home, I'm staying sane by working extra hard so we can hopefully, eventually, all return to a more normal life. Lindsay, stop making me cry. Thank you. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you for doing the work you do and for making Kristen cry. Stop making me cry. Love it. And last but not least, we're going to leave you with this message from Miranda, who sums it all up. I've definitely been a little bit more productive. I'm still working, so my days are kind of filled with work stuff, but also I've been meditating. I've been getting out for runs, doing some at-home workouts. But, I mean, it's not all glorious self-improvement. Yesterday, I drank coffee and ate raw cookie dough for lunch and then had more raw cookie dough for dinner. It's all about balance. So, you know, you have to be gentle with yourself and maybe not eat cookie dough for every meal. I think two out of three is fine. But just remember that everybody's going through this and it's kind of tough. So be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. Have a great day. Love you both. Bye. Love all of the messages. Love your message, Miranda. Love all the emails. Mm. Love all of the comments that have been on the Facebook community. Thank you, everybody who's reached out. Thank you, everybody who is supporting each other in the era of COVID-19. Thank you to our essential workers. That means delivery drivers. It means people working in restaurants. It means sanitation workers. It means healthcare workers. Thank you, all of you. Thank you, listeners. We are all going to get through this together. Thank you. And we are thinking of you right now. And that's it for this bonus episode of By the Book. Again, thank you to just everyone, but especially Professor Trish Travis for making a little special appearance on today's show. We always love it when she makes time to stop by. Yes, we do. And as always, huge thanks to our fabulous production team at Stitcher, our producer Nora Ritchie, our engineer Andy Christens, our chief content officer Chris Bannon, and of course, our executive producer Daisy Rosario. Thanks also to Nate Wyda, who composed our theme song, Jared Arnold, who produced this season's version of the theme song, and, of course, our very own producer, Nora Ritchie, who sang this season's version of the theme song. Please stay in touch. Tell us about your experiences living in the era of COVID-19 and also your experiences with self-help books. How are you doing? How are you feeling? What are you reading to feel good right now? Write to us at kristenandjolenta at gmail.com. And you can also hit us up on Twitter at ByTheBookPod, at Kristen Meinzer, and at Jalenta G. And you can always call us and leave us a voice message with your sweet, sweet voice. You can do that at 302-49-BOOKS. That's 302-492-6657. And if you have not already, please rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. It helps other people find the show. And if you haven't already, tell a friend about the show. Until next time, I'm Delanta Greenberg. And I'm Krista Meinzer. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Just a second. I hear somebody playing music in my house. I got to get them to turn it off. Hold on. Oh, no worries.
Oh, wait, did she make it play? Sorry, because when I was just talking right now and I mentioned like that puzzle night, yeah. the OK Google came on. I'm so sorry. That's so funny. <laughs> sorry. I love it. <laughs> As you were. Sorry about that, everyone. That's so good. Stitcher. Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter, where every day feels like Saturday and French fries are a food group, where flip-flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season, where the boardwalk is bustling and the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com.